today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Bill 148 passing in the Ontario legislature today. Of course, minimum wage is going up. Also, a minimum of 10 days of personal emergency leave, including at least uh, two paid sick days, uh, requiring employers to pay part-time temporary and casual workers at the same rate as full-time staff if they're doing the same job. Uh, Force employers to pay three hours of wages for canceling worker shifts less than 48 hours in advance and make it easier for unions to organize in such uh, sectors as temporary help agencies and building maintenance. To talk more about all of this and joining us a little bit later will be Kevin Flynn, Minister of Labour for the Ontario Government. First, business professor to Groot School of Business, McMaster University, Marvin Ryder is with us now. Marvin, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Scott. So you've got two sides of this debate. Both are pretty hot. Uh, Some say that this is needed. Others say that this is going to drive jobs uh, out of the province or at least stop us from uh, producing more. When, When and how will we know the effects of of all of this? Oh, good question. So I think we're going to know fairly quickly, perhaps at the end of the first quarter, and certainly no later than the end of the second quarter of 2018, if some of the most dire predictions are coming true. Now, most of these relate to the increase in the minimum wage, and so tied to that, people have been saying, well, you know, I'm going to have to let some people go. I won't be able to keep the same number of unemployed, or same number of people employed in my organization. So we'll know by, by the end of the second quarter for sure of next year if there are some job losses going on and to what extent they're going on. Now, the flip side of this, it's the second quarter, June of next year, that we have the provincial election. And you can see very clearly the gamble of this provincial government. Uh, if those 1.5 million Ontarians who today earn less than $15 an hour see an impact on their pocketbook and they don't see either their hours reduced or their jobs reduced, then the hope is that those people will turn into votes at the poll. I don't want to say it's strictly a, ca- a tax grab or a cash grab for for votes here, but I think there's a great connection here. There's enough people who don't like the Liberals after nearly 14 years in power. Can they buy their way out of some of this? Now, I do think on another front it's the right thing to do. We've been talking about a living wage and a fair wage, and it's been taking a long time to come. Most people who argue against this, their biggest argument is just the speed of it. We're not really against trying to do these things, but you're making it happen too quickly. Uh, We'll again see how they react as this becomes a reality. $14 an hour as of January 1st. Uh, lots have talked about they're not in. Uh, they're not disagreeing with the idea of raising uh, the minimum wage, as you mentioned. Just the speed in which it's done. Is there a good speed to do this? <laughs> you know, this reminds me of peeling a bandage off. You, you like it yeah. ripped off quickly or a little bit at a time. Exactly. Uh, the conservatives in their front have said, if you elect us next year, the move from fourteen to fifteen will be phased in over four years. That represents an annual increase of around one point five percent. Really, nothing more than the rate of inflation. Poverty advocates would tell you that then how are you eating into poverty if you're simply giving people anything with the with keeping up with the cost of inflation? Uh, those people who believe that we want to deal something with all the 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 poorer people out there, people who are working poor, they're working 40 hours a week but they can't get ahead. This is a way to do this. Now, Let's do the other side for a second. Who are the people against this? Well, many small business people and many rural people. One clause in this bill that had people concerned was this one about paying people for canceled work. It had a big impact on volunteer firefighters. Now, Hamilton proper doesn't use a lot of volunteers, but if you're in a smaller community, you have all kinds of volunteers, and if you suddenly had to pay them for being on call every day, my gosh, your taxes were going to go up hugely. So in the between the second reading and the third reading of this bill, some of this language got changed to be 
more sensitive to the situation in the rural side of the province. Still, 25% of people live there. Uh, but I, I think those people who are only concerned is, again, the size of the change. In no previous increase of the minimum wage have we ever seen massive uh, unemployment or have we ever seen any massive economic impacts. The one thing, again, that no one's really thinking about here is, although it's going to cost those businesses more, there's also going to be more money in the poorest people's pockets. We don't think they're going to use that extra money to top up RRSPs or TFSAs. We think they're going to spend it. So although it may cost you a little something, you may actually have more people now able to afford your product, whether that's a restaurant meal or an appliance or a dress, and come into your shop and spend. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.